welcome to another episode of the Dinks with Kinks. Woo! Episode two. <laughs> I love we came chat. back. I love the chat. The chat's already like it's that time again. It's gonna be a big. It's gonna be big fun. I like it. So they're excited. <laughs> um, we have the will of fetish up. Bam! Look at that. We're gonna take that off. Um, with us tonight, Miss Kendia. Kendia. I'm gonna. I'm you gonna, practice this, brother. I practice it, and I, I screwed it up. I, I immediately. Hi, I'm Miss Canada. Miss Canada, who is the expert in our subject tonight, um, and of course, as always, we're discussing fetishes, and we're going into each particular fetish. Tonight's episode, of course, is Bam Episode Two: Giantess Fetish. It's me. And we have some lovely pictures to show. I got four, and I stole them all from your Twitter page. Oh, um, dig it! It's a great source. Let me tell you. Oh, I, I love the images on there. I thought they were they were fun. I, I took some pictures of you and some also some anime pictures you had on there. So we have some oh, cool stuff happening. All right, first of all, let's get into what you know the official. And by say official, I mean the Wikipedia definition of giantess. It's actually Ooh. called. Macrophilia. Uh, it's the fascination or sexual fantasy involving giants, more commonly expressed as giantess, female giants. It is typically a male fantasy with the male playing the smaller part, ensuring being dominated or being eaten by the larger woman. Others involve partners who naturally have significant difference in size. Oh, All right. Is it time for me to rip that to shreds? Because I'm here for it. Absolutely. Rip, <laughs> you know, like I said, you yes. live this life. You you this is this is your fetish. You produce content for it. Um so you know a lot more than probably the guy like me who wrote this article. Sure, and and this is this has actually been a big point of contention in um the size community just over the past week or two on Twitter. Um because that that Wikipedia article specifically is super male gaze. Um and we've discovered how difficult it is to actually change Wikipedia articles. Um a lot of research is being compiled, but you know, that's that's what you see with a lot of kinks. And I'm sure you guys will encounter this from episode to episode to episode that it's it's so primarily driven from the male gaze. Um you know, giantess is is one aspect of size fantasy. Um, macrophilia is one part of it, specifically giant people. Um, from my perspective, I actually really like shrinking people. I like the idea of turning someone into a tiny person, which is a little different. A lot of the interactions can be the same, but that's that's a whole different thing. Microphilia versus macrophilia. Um, so, oh, oh, oh. oh. Speaking of tiny people, I forgot to introduce my co-host, as always, <laughs> oh, the disembodied wow. head of Mr. Shep, Mr. Shepard, our professional dom on scene. And he didn't say a word. He just sat there. Shep, say hello What's to the people. going on with it? I, I, I don't know how to feel about that intro there. Hmm. <laughs> Listen, you know how they wanted me to introduce you from the game last night? They wanted to say, because fuck Shep. Yes. <laughs> Because um, they hated dying. They hated dying. <laughs> I stuck my shaft into too many of them. I'm sorry. It's absolutely. And I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just, I'm sitting these, there. These things happen. These All things. I can think about is, we were just talking to Shep, and I forgot to introduce, and he's my co-host, so I'm never going to hear the end of this later. I'm going to get he's here. He's angry tweets. He's here. Um, so my, my, my point that I was making is that, um, you know, we, we 
are going to be talking about giantess specifically but size fantasy can be so many different things you know transformation or expansion where a person's body or parts of their body expand um you know there, there's a lot of tie-in with so many different other kinks you know no kink is an island um but that that specific definition of um giantess and macrophilia just does, does not jive um i probably can tell you maybe 15 20 percent of the people at SizeCon, which i'll probably talk about a bunch it's a convention specifically for various size fantasies um are, are female Very or non-binary cool. or non-binary femme um and, and there are people who wish to be giants or giantesses um there are women who want to be with other giant women there are people who just want to be a tiny person in a big world um and there are all kinds of people um in general you will just see that the female view of kink is just not represented by by media or by the world because men are the voice that is listened to so um I think that sorry is, to jump off on a rant. Oh, on the no, Wikipedia no, no, thing. Abs- no, absolutely. <laughs> jump on a rant. This, this is what this podcast is for. This is, this is where we, we won't. Yeah. No kink is an island is going to be one of our first shirts because that is a great phrase. Uh, fearful, fearful me. Um, seven 11 said that should be a bumper sticker. Look for our store and it will, it will have the tagline. This can, um, <laughs> I said it right every time in the pre-show. I'm sitting there like, You did really well. I did really well. And then now I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to mess up this name over and over and over and over just again. Just go Miss K. Miss K is great. That's how I sign a Ms. lot of K. my, like, it's great. That's it. That's, that's what Way I'll do. Way fewer syllables. Um, and I think, you know, you're right. This is something we're going to tackle a lot because there was a, almost an awakening and probably about the new millennium, like in the two thousands where women, you know, spoke up and said, we have kinks too. We have fetishes. We like porn and this is good and we need to get into it. But by then men had taken their fingers and just smooshed all into it. Uh, if you look at like so many fetishes, it's all men. Like every, everything I found about giantess is giantess, not giant fetish. Mm-hmm. And I have found with this fetish, at least searching, it's like one of those, I like to call it conjecture fetishes, where it's attached to so many other fetishes. Okay, yeah, I feel and, that. And I don't mean like it's it's a sub-fetish. I mean, it's like if you take this fetish and then do a tree branch off of it, you have like different people. Just like uh, when you do the vor fetish, you have people who like people, you have, you have giantists in there, you have foot fetish and i think that's kind of what giantess is it's one of those things where it's a it's an umbrella word. kink it's, yeah it's an umbrella really? that's, that's the it, word i was looking for the um it's yeah. like an umbrella kink i don't know see we, we're, we're vibing on that and it's like yeah. because like i've seen uh foot fetish connected to it vor connected to it uh transformation yeah. and i and i love that i love that there's just like umbrella where i can i have this kink and it may not be your kink, but we both share this bridge. Sure. And it's it's a jumping off point. I mean, for me, I had fantasies. Like, I think in your first episode, you talked about how, like, fetishes are there your whole life. And it's just, you talked about the difference between fetish and kink. I've been imagining myself as a gigantic person crushing things underfoot since I was in preschool. You know, that's that's just something that's always been in my head. But then as I matured, 
those fascinations led to an obsession with footwear and crush fetish and trampling and domination um you know power fantasies like cruelty sadism like those for me were how that got expressed um other people who have oh go ahead you're saying is giant is is a gateway fetish well i mean it's like marijuana it's the marijuana fetishes you have that and then i'm like oh and i'm I'm just i just wanted to make any minute now we're gonna have we're gonna have a giantess madness like black and white film where the evils of it are are preached but um, no we we are absolutely not i think this is actually one of one of the more fun fetishes when i when i was doing research i really enjoyed like seeing stuff on it because people create such create you know they have such creative pictures and like uh, and i'm talking about like you know the art they do sure one of the things i think that that brings out is because it's such an impossible fantasy you can't really go out and experience it in a full and real way so it does wonders for creative people you know authors and you know artists and filmmakers like struggle to capture this experience because you can't just walk up to a 400 tall woman and have you know you you can't book a two inch tall sub like you you know it's it's so creative because you need creativity to engage with it um so it's it's created this wealth of media through you know decades and and more you know there's some amazing paintings from 100 plus years ago that are still pretty hot <laughs> oh yeah and like i said i'm, I'm gonna show our first picture which is of you and and it's it's the up angle and and that's one one thing i wanted to like showcase like all the different fetishes you could get from this one picture and it's it's primarily a giantess picture it's it's this one and oh god you went like all back like all of two days oh absolutely okay. yeah yeah <laughs> I, I literally just, you know, I was grabbing images and I'm just like, okay, let me get, let me just get the most recent one. So that way they're fresh in your mind. I went sure. back some for one, but I'm like, here you go. You got socks, you have upskirt, you have giantess, you have, and like some other pictures you have, you know, high heels on and uh, take another picture I was going to show. Um, we'll let the audience appreciate this awesome for a bit. And we'll get in the next Sure. Picture. You're welcome to. Hi. Um, and I, I think that's probably what I love about this is, and it doesn't seem to be inclusive to just that. And and that's, it's a forced perspective too. And in a photo like this, you know, you can see yourself as an inch tall. You can see yourself as like a person just being trampled. You can see yourself as a voyeur, you know, it, it, so yeah, I I love it. I love what you're saying. I remember um, when I was a kid, I watched the movie, honey, I shrunk the kids and I wanted to be that scientist. I wanted to be Zelensky. I wanted to create the shrink ray so I could shrink stuff. And Please was, do. Yeah. And I was fascinated by that. And, of course, I have done, um, back when I owned a Vorsight and produced stuff, we actually did Giantess. We had a girl sh- was shrunk down and put in the refrigerator by her giant self. And so we got to use green screen. It was actually a lot of fun. One of the reasons we did it, because I love special effects. And so it was this chance to like really have fun. Um, And it was about that time that I made the jump from being a fetish producer to a special effects artist. And I think Giantess was kind of that really good bridge because it was so much fun. You could be have creating live action scenes where you're just a little person getting carried around and i i loved it i loved every second of creating that content um, yeah and, and that's and that's a lot of what i like grew up with i mean gary gary pranzo who's like the guy um 
who who made Giantess Zone. He's been making these videos with green screen and stuff for God. It's got to be twenty years at this point. I mean, I was in high school watching those videos, and they're just they're green screen effects. But the right kind of work with those can can do amazing things, even with just a simple straight green screen, you know. And now he's doing amazing stuff. It's twenty years later, and he's like the biggest content producer. But um, yeah, it's I, I need a green screen. <laughs> it's in the future works oh absolutely and i can i can help you with doing all that I'll, you know me and you have chatted a lot in the past couple of days i'm like you are going to be my new best friend and we're going to I'm, i want to help create content and teach oh, you, you how to teach you how to do all that stuff so you can create even more awesome content you now, heard it here first wow yeah uh chef i wanted i wanted to get your opinion of what you know so far what do you think of all of this no, oh, I think it's uh, another amazing outlet and just another great creation of everyone's fantasies. And sometimes, you know, much like with the generalized Dom and Sub, I'm seeing this one as another way for people as a stress relief or even a therapy to where you're sitting there in a commanding role or a managing role over a bunch of people where everyone is looking up to you. And all those constant stresses that it involves, that that could actually make you want to find an outlet, find a way to where you're not on top anymore. You are the small person looking up at the world instead of everyone else looking up at you. So it's another, again, one for outlet, especially in this day and age. That that's a that's a good viewpoint of it. You know, just. And uh, that's one thing we do try to cover with um, with the show is that it's not just so much of a sex thing. It's lifestyle and, you know, de-stress, you know, finding ways to calm down. And I know a lot of times and when I was looking into probably how this would develop, and I, we actually have an expert here to correct me if my assumptions are wrong. And please do. do please absolutely shut me down. Be like, no, you're wrong. Let me tell you why. Um. And I think probably one reason this develops is um, when you feel small, you develop this fetish and you're like, I, I miss, you know, looking up at people. It made me feel comfortable and it just felt right. Um, maybe sometimes when people were shorter growing up or they were taller, they were taller people and always had to look down at people. And then they're like, I wish for once I got to look up at people. And during that very awkward puberty time where everyone's growing six feet and they're sexually developing. You know, you have that one awkward kid who shot three feet taller than all his buddies. And they're all like, how's the weather up there? Jackass. Which, you know, while, while developing all his sexualities probably stemmed a lot of that. I wish I was smaller. So I didn't feel so weird. And as hormones do what hormones do, hormones are like, okay, yeah, but we're going to take it way too far. (laughs) And in and, the best way. And that's something that I don't know. I don't know if I can even really speak to it because, like I said, this is a lifelong thing for me. It's it's part of my identity and really a core part of who I am. Like, there is no me as the person I am without the part of me that's a giantess. You know, I and a big part of my life and in developing into, like, a stable, good human being was taking all these separate identities of, like, oh, the the fetish me, and oh, male me, and, you know, whatever else, and putting it all together into, you know, a person who just is what she is. Um, So as far as where it comes from, for people who see this from the other side, especially if they develop later on in life, 
Um, you know, I, I've heard different things here and there, but I don't know. I, I have no way to say that you are wrong, as much fun as that would be. I know, right? Um, it, it is very... I, I will say this, and, and our audience can attest, and Shep can attest, I love being told I'm wrong. <laughs> um, that's my Everybody says something. That's like yeah. the other other moral of the story. Um, and we have a question um, from Nerd Mom Ace who wants to know exactly what was your first experience? What made you know this was your thing? Do you have like that catalyst moment where you, you, you distinctly remember this is it? This is... I mean, I can say, like, as a kid, some of the first things that I remember, um, and it, it's sort of weird, but it all ties up to media. A lot of a lot of people, when you get around in a circle and you talk about your experiences with giantists or size fantasies, it goes back to a lot of, like, childhood cartoons or moments that, like, trigger things in you. And it's probably that, because cartoons in the 80s and 90s are filthy as hell, anyhow, just in, in general. Um, you could do a whole episode probably just on, you know, those well, I, th- uh, I think but, so far every episode, you know, this is our second episode where we've talked about the media presenting to a fetish. Because I said with sure. the bondage, you know, you, you look back at the, you know, it typically was very popular with older people. It was like, and I'm like, well, if you look back at the old serials, every every week someone was getting tied up. Yeah. There was always absolutely. a damsel in distress getting tied to a railroad track or tied to a chair, kidnapped. I'm like, there it is. That's when you're like. I really like that episode. Can't tell you why, but I really like that episode. But I've watched it 14 times. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it was it was Ghostbusters, of all things. Because, you know, at four years old, it doesn't matter, like, what the person or whatever is. But I was fascinated by the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man in, in the old Nintendo game, of all things. He shows up, and he just stomps a building, and then just moves on. So that... I spent so much time in my basement, like, just stomping model cars and drawing pictures of giant feet crashing crushing things you I'm, know that was that was literally me growing up I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now ghostbusters another one for ghostbusters i'm a huge ghostbusters fan um yeah that's just my but, game coming out but yeah no i can absolutely attest to both that video game i remember that game and the movie and i was like i could see it 100 percent see it and later on, Ghostbusters 2, Statue of Liberty comes to life, steps on a cop car, anti-cops, whatever. <laughs> I have I rewound that at my grandmother's house 20, 30, 40 times. Just that scene of the cop car crushing under a shoe. Absolutely. Ghostbusters, always a win. Let's see, Beerful Me said, a Code Error Film slash TV is full of thinly veiled fetish representations. Yes, there are. And in fact, I think we should do, Shepard, we should do an episode where we bring back certain cartoons and shows that we think probably best represented, like someone writing for that show had that kink. Dude, are we just going to watch Totally Spies for like four hours? 100%. 100% we're going to watch Totally (laughs) Spies. Uh, I wanted to showcase another picture that, like, you know. That's when I got my new boots. Right? And so we have the high heel boots. We have the fishnet stockings. You know, again, upskirt. And then just the whole power of, Looking down, this this could work for, you know, giantess, foot fetish, shoe fetish, you know, stocking fetish, upskirt, trampling. Absolutely. Like, there's so many fetishes right here in this photo, and it, that's kind of what I really love about this kink. It's very encompassing to all. Like, I don't have to have a giantess fetish to appreciate giantess fetish. And that's been the, and probably the most fun researching it, is just like, I'm into this, even though I'm not into this, and I love that. 
And again, this is really just showing like one aspect of that. Like I am the cruel, stomping, like fatal, cruel, evil woman. There, there's a whole world of of gentle women and gentle giants that you know. Some some people, the most fulfilling thing in the world is just like falling asleep on a tiny pillow next to like this beautiful person who's going to take care of you and nurture you. So that's why I was saying, kind of in our um, before we went live, that this is is really ds to a degree to the most extreme level there's there's not a power exchange there is power and there is not power and with that you can be nurturing you can be destructive you can be kind you know it it's just amplifies everything so much and that's why to me it's, it's such an intense experience and so far like like you said i i kind of dig everything i've seen so far of this fetish you know, there's, oh. there's a lot of pressure on our wheel that I'm like, I don't know if I would have, like, you know, be able to see it from that perspective of, like, being either the one side of it or other side of it. Because this is definitely a fetish where there is, I'm either on this side or that side. You know, like, I want to be the giantess or I want to be the tiny person. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, in your experience, what do you, what do you see more of? Like, the people wanting to be giant? Or the people wanting to be, you know, the small person to the giant? I mean, I think, again, I, I draw so many parallels to, to DS. You know, you, you see more subs out there in the world. Um, you know, it's 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 hard to be the person in the dominant role. It's um, a lot of responsibility and a lot of work and a lot of creativity. Um, so for me, it's the only thing that, that fulfills me, you know, but... Um, I think when you when you start exploring, there are more recently. Like I'm seeing more people taking on the giant role. Um, you know, I, I'm on Twitter a lot. I spend a lot of time on Twitter and, and the size community on Twitter, um, and, and you see a lot of new accounts. Oh, but... speaking of Twitter, Dinks and Kinks now has its own Twitter. It um, does. Yeah, we we have a new Twitter. It's Dinks and Kinks Pod at Dinks and Kinks. Yeah, it's just at Dinks and Kinks. On Twitter, um, so subscribe. We will be posting all these pictures for our audio listeners. Uh, so if, if you're like listening to the audio and you're like, I want to see this hotness, I will be posting all these on our Twitter so you can come and check them out. And of course, um, in the description of the audio, I will link Miss um, K's Patreon and Gumroad. I've been on both and there's some awesome content on there. and You should absolutely check it out. So. That's my Twitter plug for for the day. Shep, do you want to plug some Twitter? Well, you know me. I'm I'm still the, the media naive. He just, so he just I'm, I'm I'm sure you'll pull me into them all more as we go. But I'm I'm slowly bullying Shep to get Twitter. Yes, my first, my second episode of my very first podcast and everything. Well, step out of the shadows yet. He will. <laughs> He's slowly. And 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 the the best part about I, I love that. Um, and one reason I have Shep on here is because Shep is probably one of the best doms I know. He's one of the best. I know he's 100% the best vlogger I've ever met. Uh, his his work is renowned. and He does live events in Charlotte where he is the center of all attention. But when his personal life, quiet fellow, just, I mean, you've, you've listened to this podcast. He's like, one word. All right. Back to you, John. <laughs> well, let's. Strictly because before this night, I had no experience with this fetish. So I, and I didn't want to look up anything and 
experience it first, firsthand from one of the professionals there. So I've been listening. Yeah. And, and just like when I said earlier how sometimes it can be a power exchange, but then when um, she mentioned the the kind and gentler giants, it reminded me also of the smaller person that's been you know, beaten down by the big world and something like that. And so they could greatly appreciate the giantess, the gentle one, trying to help comfort the small person that has been beaten down by the giant things in their life. So different perspective there. And whenever um, you said the um, found, found her thing, I think that was a slightly... Mis misconstruction of the words there because she didn't find her thing she found herself which finding yourself is hard even in this day and age I don't think I even have so we can be also in some cases jealous of her for being one of those people that can find themselves in all these different aspects of our lives and personalities and such so that's why I'm the quiet one and we love it because when you do talk, you always say you always have these kernels of truth, and I love, oh yes, I love the Shep kernels of truth. Um, now, Shep, the one thing I always do, I always ask you, would you participate in this particular fetish? Like, is it something that, like, if someone came to you or you know and said, as your partner, said you want to do this, would this be something that you would very willingly go do, or would you be apprehensive? Dude, see yourself right now, 400 feet tall, flogging <laughs> implements in hand. Yeah, I could probably Tot. see myself in the giant test roll, not the not the tiny roll. Yeah. But, um, Again, yeah, giant men, possible. totally a thing, and there are a ton of amazing ones. I've met them. They're incredible. Yeah, and I'm open to experiencing things. Like, even at Purgatory, I was uh, underneath as part of the, the human carpet experience a few times, just for an experience, you know? Yeah. Because we say on this podcast, try everything once, six or seven times if you enjoy it. And, you know, and that's <laughs> and that's kind of what I want to, you know. And a new lifestyle for some. Oh, yeah. And then it's your lifestyle for the rest of your life after some people try it. And that's the absolute definition of kink. Um, I've tried it. I love it. Um, and I think with the podcast, you know, we're going to experience a lot of fetishes that I'm like, this, I 100% can get in. I'm, I'm usually 100% dom. But I think I would enjoy being the little person. You're going to collect kinks like Pokemon, my friend. I, I am. And this is something, and it's going to lead me on to my very next different, uh, very, well, next different question. Um, next question is, is this something that like, okay, me and my partner want to try this. Is it something that can be role played? And like, is it difficult? Or do you just have to oh. get very imaginative with it? It, it absolutely can be role-played, um, and, and I know some people who have had great success with that. Um, you know, I used to imagine myself as a small person before I, you know, transitioned and found myself in who I was. I'm 6'5", I'm 200 pounds, I'm not small to anybody, but this whole, this whole fantasy is all about creativity. Um, you know, role-playing with someone, you, certain words can really trigger things in, in any situation. Um, you know, just, it's a little whispered thing for, for me going through life, chasing this, it makes you thirsty to the point where the tiniest little bit of interaction is like an explosion of euphoria. So I, I don't know if that's going to be the case for everybody, but just like a little whispered word and you're like, you know, oh, you're going to be tiny when I see you next or, you know, 
watch out don't want to get squished you know just yeah it's for you, little John. things like that and then you know force perspective everyone is tiny when they're laying on the floor all these pictures are not taken with a tiny camera you know it's a camera on the floor um my illusions know. have been shattered get out of here i honestly <laughs> thought you had a tiny camera i am upset i am offended I would go through camera people way too quickly. I have to replace my screen cover on my phone multiple times because I, I crack it by stepping on it because I get way too into my filming. So it's, it would be a problem. Um, you know, the industry, the, the unions would be after me. Um, but, but no, so, so absolutely this is something you can do. You know, it, it starts with honest communication, talking about your needs, talking about where you want to be. That's true for everything. Um, and then, then going with what works, you yeah. know, I, I, I interact with, um, I have a partner that, um, we're both very much into size and, um, just like being with them, being, you know, above them and having them say like, oh, you're so big, get big for me, grow, you know, or, um, you know, talking to them like they're insignificant. Um, it's, it's, I'm a very verbal person. Um, but if you want the, the visuals, the sounds, you know, wearing a heavy pair of shoes and walking around someone's head, like that to me would be a big, like, yes, I'm in it. I'm here. Um, there, there's also a lot of, um, like hypnosis things out there, which is going a little bit deeper than I've ever gone. But, um, there's some really amazing, like size hypnosis tracks that can, can really get you in that mindset. Nice. Um, well, they say, they, they say the, you know, even the physical, is always always fun, but they say especially with fetishes, it is the mentality, you know, your brain that really fires the neurons for sexual release. And yeah, so hypnosis, any type of ASMR, and I don't mean like the, yeah, yeah, hey, whisper, but the the you know, mental imagery is usually what really stimulates probably any real fetish. Sure. Um, I mean, just having someone close their eyes and really just like get lost in your voice. You know, there, there's there's we're familiar with the the idea of subspace. There's such a thing as small space. And it's, it's weird to, to kind of say that. But when you really feel yourself just surrounded by another person completely in their control and, and miniature and helpless in their presence, like you can look up at whoever it is and just really feel it going through your whole body. Um, and, and when I get someone to that point where they really feel they're in that spot it's the most fulfilling thing in the world it's awesome that that is fantastic and and one thing i'm very happy you came to talk to us because i know a lot of people are very soft-spoken about the fetishes and that's one thing i wanted to do with this podcast is get, is get people out there saying look we're weird we have weird fetishes and it's okay weird is good be weird have these crazy things like i said i have a pantyhose fetish and for the longest time i was very very like locked oh god yeah, very shy, very like, very embarrassed about it, and I'm like, what's the point? I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to go through my life feeling that way. So, tell your partners this is this is my kink, or I want to try this. This has been my fetish, because you will be much happier in the long run, especially if you have a partner that's willing to participate. So, yeah, in- engage your community, engage the people around you. I mean, I spent more than 30 years of my life just feeling defective broken like i would never be able to have real sex or connect with a partner um and and like the most ashamed in the world to even be like i kind of like feet you know that's that's it's not a way to live and until i learned to really embrace the things that i loved i didn't love myself um like i said this is such a huge part of who i am so own what you love 
it's okay to love anything you know it's, it's people aren't getting hurt unless they want to be uh there's consent and, and that's that's it if you're into it that's cool you have something that makes you unique and fun and exciting and and you can do things that other people can't do because of that you know i i have never written fiction that wasn't kinky but i learned to be a great writer because I really embrace the fantasy, you know, that's, that's what got me writing and got me creating in the first place. If it's not for my size kink, I'm not interesting. I mean, yeah, maybe I'm, it, I'm okay, I will say this. sex makes the world go round in every sense of the word. I mean, it's why we're all here in the first place and it should be fun and it should be all the weird, I mean, all those little kinks and greens should be embraced and appreciated and loved and yeah, absolutely reach out to your community Find find your community because um, you'll be surprised how much content create. And the next picture I want to show is, of course, an anime with a little person. And I'm, I'm so this is specifically from um, Shrink High, which is a video game that I've been streaming Friday mornings. Um, so this is going to be pretty well known among the size people. But yeah, go go talk about it. Talk oh, about absolutely! It. I love this because and um, like I said, for those watching, you'll have to zoom in a little bit. But there is absolutely a tiny person. On that shoe that has been completely crushed, like an ant, which yeah. you know, crush fetish. That's my shit. Let me just say right there, and and I, I think there's a whole different subgenre, and it's not giantess, but it's crush fetish because it's one of the things on our list, uh, crushing things. And I think this is you know, when you look at that umbrella, sure, people sure, who have go. crush fetish might want to start looking up. You know, seeing broadening the horizon, and I, I love this, and I love the artwork done, and of course, you know, we've all seen enough anime to know where this is going. Absolutely, and I'm going to show another picture. It's another anime picture as well. Um, yeah, so these these are also from the same game, same artist, same video game. I, um, I saw them and I love them. I, I thought they were really well done. And I'm like, this really, you know, attributes to like the crush fetish or like the giantess little person getting squished and it's really well done so i may have to download this game we may have to do a let's play in it um, oh yeah i'm, I'm actually i'm doing one that's that's what that's what got me into streaming is playing this game friday mornings for way Absolutely. too long is it on steam so, uh no 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 you gotta try it. it's free it was uh you can track it down there's actually a link on my twitter if you do a little bit more i'll i'll send it to you okay. um but yeah, yeah, I mean, this this is where I live. You know, this is how I got into Crush, and you know, started looking at Crush sites when I was way too young to be looking at Crush sites. Um, you know, because stepping on things, anyone stepping on something intentionally is hot to me, and I, that's why I do videos of me like stepping on oranges or whatever. Like, even though Giantess is where I'm from, Crush, like you said, it's pulled into me. It's now part of the whole deal. Absolutely. So, Chef, mm -hmm. um, I'm gonna get him to send me the link to this game. Do you want to do a let's play with me? And we play this game because I think it would be a lot of fun. So just so you know, it is a brutally hard and grindy JRPG. So well, it's really tough to stream JRPGs, but I think I think I think we could do it. You know what? I think what we'll do is we'll do we'll do a let's play in it. We won't do a live stream, and we'll just splice together a bunch of clips of us playing it. I think that would be a lot of fun <laughs> because I, you know the, the one thing I wanted for this podcast is not only to expand our audience's mind, but expand my own. You know, I wanted to discover new kinks and and fun things to try. Um, to the very apprehension of my poor wife, who was just like, I, "Okay, I'll do this." We'll see. I, what? No, what are you getting me into? Yeah, what are you getting him into? I, I no, 
nope, it's not happening. But, and, you well, know, like I said, well, John, I love stuff like this. Go ahead, Shannon. I'll say, if you, and then to help you get into this one, you know, you can channel your inner Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Look down and say, who's my little New York City? Oh, who's my little New York City? See? Oh, that's kind of that's kind of hot. Now, in a, in a weird way, I'm on board for this. Now, Shep, you good, you good play you play VR, correct? Yeah, I know because yes. I've been at your house playing VR. Um, I think virtual reality has a lot of like you know this fetish, very in particularly, could stem from virtual reality games. Have Have you experienced anything like you know with the advent of VR? I haven't gotten into it yet, but I actually, on my the last stream I did, someone was bringing it up to me and talking about it. Um, and I guess they, because I was looking at possibly getting a rig now that I've got some space. Um, and I've seen some some people who are really close to me talk about getting into it and really experiencing that, like finding tiny avatars, finding taller avatars. Um, there's some game, I guess, where there's like one giant person and a bunch of tiny people, and there it's like a hide and seek game. Um, so I mean, there, there's something more coming. It's, it's up and coming there. There's definitely some interaction, um, but I haven't messed with it, so I can't speak to it yet. Talk to me next year, and I'll probably have some idea of what's going on. I was just Absolutely. I was glad to know you can get sensors that you can strap to your ankles, because it's very important for me to not just control my hands. The feet are super important to me, too. Well, so. see, there we go. And I, I absolutely feel I, I, I'm going to want to have you back on as a guest for something else, because you have been so much fun to have on this episode. And Awesome. I'm loving it. I'm having a lot of fun with you guys, too. So I'm, I'm glad I'm here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. All Thanks right. So, here. yeah. Thank, thank you. Um this this is actually I keep your own picture. All right. Um, this is this is actually a fun, this podcast has been a very fun experience for me. In the fact that like when I try to get a guest on, especially if it's a fetish that I am not familiar with, and you know I never want to misrepresentate. So now I'm having to like get on Twitter and Instagram and message people saying, "Hey, would you come be on our podcast?" And this one was particularly hard because this is our second episode. We have we've only done one episode prior, and I'm just like messaging fifty people on Twitter, be like, "Hey, I know I know you're into this fetish. Would you come talk to us about it?" And trying not to be like you know come off as just like I just want to be pervy with you on a webcam, <laughs> um, you know, like trying to be seen. So I have got to talk to a lot of people, and you know, so happy to find you. And so many people have come back. And I think we were very lucky to get you because most people responded saying, yes, I do do giantess, but it's not my, this is not my forte. Oh, it's my fort. Yeah. It's my fort. And they're like, I'm, I'm familiar with it. In fact, I think, um, the person who led me to you was like, is there, is there forte? But they're like, I'm in England. And they, they absolutely just gave me your name. They're like, contact her. She knows her stuff and she's very vocal and very you know, and I'm like, yes, thank you. Oh my god, I'm gonna have like three or four guesses of who it is. You have to tell me when we're off stream. Oh, absolutely. I, I will rat them out off stream. <laughs> yes. um, but yeah, they, they came highly recommended, and I think you know, this is the great way to show people it's okay. There are other people in the world who have this fetish. You're not alone. You shouldn't yeah. feel alone. And absolutely. So, and that's, my, that's you know. I, I was I got to be part of SizeCon, um, and it's just you know SizeCon is specifically a convention for people with size fantasies, and that event changed my life because I saw um, the founder. Her name's Veronica. She's my absolute role model. Um, really talk about owning what she loves, and she is into some stuff. 
you know, but seeing her talk about her experiences and her experiences with her husband, let me open up and be myself. And I want to do that for everybody out there, you know, size community and beyond. Uh, but the size community is my home. You know, SizeCon gave me my life. I wouldn't be me without them. So Now, what city is SizeCon held in? Um, it's been in and around the New York area. Um, the first couple ones were in Manhattan, and then we moved a little bit further out in New Jersey because um, it was way cheaper, way easier to find parking. And there's a hotel out there that's, like, specifically all about kink events. So um, we're, we're in the greater that's why New, I love New Jersey. Area. There we go. <laughs> Um, so yeah, and we, we've also been doing some online events too. Um, we did a little micro event for one day a little bit ago with, uh, we started an OnlyFans account and had a little subscription thing where you could come and we did panels all day and little events. Um, so yeah, SizeCon, you can just straight up Google it. You'll find out a ton of stuff, but, um, one of the most welcoming environments I've ever been in, one of the most kink positive environments I've ever been to. Um, and it just really set a role model for who I can be. Well, that's great. And, And that was, I think one of my next question was, where can we find more of like what venue should we look at for more safe and you know information because the, the scary part about the internet is and we're very big on safety like when we did the bondage things we talked about the do's and don'ts which is how we're going to wrap up this week's episode about the safety of it but i, I want to know like a great place like this is something i want to try where where should i go sure well i mean again Unless you can find somebody who's 3,000 feet tall, you are not really going to be in any danger with this. Um, it is very much, to me, a, a mental fantasy that, that lets us get to where we are. So um, safety being what it is, obviously, with any, any you know, domination or you know, interaction like that, you, you need to be aware of consent practices and safety practices and, and code words, you know, do, do your thing. If somebody's going to be standing over you, stepping on your face, you need to know where you are and they need to be experienced. Um, probably don't wear your six inch heels for that the first time. Um, but as far as finding content, um, I I've been really happy with, um, what I found on Twitter. Um, just the hashtag size Twitter will, will get you to a lot of people that I consider to be, you know, good sources for, for content of all kinds. Um, SizeCon has their own Discord um, that is, is really pretty closely monitored by people who are good stewards of the community. Uh, so really anything related to SizeCon is going to be a very positive experience for anybody who wants to explore anything with, with size, you know, whether it's expansion, inflation, you know, size discrepancies, crush, all of that has its place there. Um, beyond that, I mean, DeviantArt is a twisted place where there's a lot of good content you can find. Uh, Absolutely. It's been a little bit harder to navigate recently, and if you decide you like anything Giants related, you're going to see 300 foot pictures on your suggested screens for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. you know, I've I've met a couple people on there. Um, giantistworld.net is still probably the main repository of Giantist fiction. Um, it's not the best website, and it's living in the late 90s still, but that's where you can find a lot of writing. Um, yeah, that's 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 really where I I spend honestly I'm mostly just on Twitter and that's that's where I interact with other people's content. You know, they post their art, they post links to their sites. You know, find some good people on on social media to follow. So and hashtag size Twitter. Hashtag size Twitter will get you some people. You know, and then from there you can branch out with you know followers of followers and whatnot. Um, you know, or just go follow me and then go through my follow list. <laughs> yeah, providing you're into the same things i am you yeah know, like i said there's, there's such a variety of of size elements that are out there but. and yeah i think i think that it is i think when you have a fetish usually you have a very concise like and i think 
and a lot of times we get suggestions for kinks all the time to add to our wheel, and a lot of times we'll get very narrowed, like very, uh, what's it, like click, clicky fetishes where it's just like, that's very on head on the nail. So we try to expand out from there just so we have a broader audience to it. Um, sure. But yeah. And I think Whereas the, the opposite with this one, this is such a big one. I feel like we, we barely touched it. You know, we, we do that a lot on this podcast. I, I found yeah. that, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get in there and we'll, we'll get, we'll get some skirt surface scratching. But I think part of this podcast is now it's up to our audience to go out and start Googling and researching and, Finding out if there's things. We'll give them the tools they need. And if not, you can email Shepard at Shepard <laughs> Dinks at Kink, you know, Shepard at Dinks and Kinks dot com. Um, I'm going to create him an email and he's just going to field all our email questions from now on. Shepard, are you okay wow. with that? What's email? It's a big responsibility. <laughs> um. But yeah, and thank you so much for coming out. You know, coming on, and I know you know we try to keep it like a shorter podcast so people can get in there. But I think this this should probably not be taken off our wheel. What do you think, Shepard? I think we could probably get on here and talk about this another forty five minutes. Yeah, especially if you uh, dive into the other little subcultures like the crush and everything else of it. Yes, absolutely. Sure. Without a doubt, I'll be around. Yeah, you 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 might be back. <laughs> I have found that the more the more you'll be around, you'll be towering above us. Yeah. All we have to do is look up and there will be Miss K where where she belongs. Um and I think that's probably what we're gonna start end up doing. You're gonna see episodes of like Giantess Part Two as we kind of delve deeper into like a kink that we've done in the past, but and then make delve say deeper or climb higher. Yeah, we're gonna climb higher because yeah, this is sure. a very tall fetish. I, I'm excited to see the evolution of the wheel over time too. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. <sighs> It's going to be a lot of fun. Speaking of the wheel, I'm. I'm is it I'm time? Gonna, it's time to time? break out the wheel. Now, I will say next week's episode will be pre-taped, and that is because I am moving, and I am moving on Saturday, and I don't think I can get to my new location, have the computer set up. So we will pre-tape it. Uh, we will still try to have, depending on what it is, we may still try to have a guest for it. Who knows? It might be a Miss K. We might be like. Hey, you know a bit about this because you come back home for one. So let's get. If it's feet stuff, I'm still around for it. Let's see where we go. All right, let's go. But I'm supposed to be cheering for something for Shep, and I forgot what it was. Flogging. We gotta get flogging. Flogging, flogging. Yeah. All things in their time. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! 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 Oh, that's bad news for somebody. Oh, Shep. I think this is one that we probably need to demonstrate live. So if you don't mind, no. If you could come over for a couple episodes, that's right. Next episode will be ball busting. Mm, you'll love to see it. You'll love to see it. And it is a very popular fetish. It has been requested multiple times by our lovely fans. And we are going to do justice. We will try not to make too many ball jokes. I'm lying. We will make. <laughs> you will try and fail. <laughs> we will try and fail. Um, thank God this is a pre-tape one because there will probably be some edits as... Um, we tried to demonstrate this live and find people who were into it that could maybe bring us on board and give us a different perspective. Because right now, I'm just saying this episode is going to be a real ball buster. I'll no, get out. Boots. Done. Dismissed. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so, now that we have our new fetish, I do want to open up the floor. If there's any questions you have for Miss K or myself or Mr. Shep, we would love to hear them. Just type them in the chat. 
and we'll read them and we'll try to answer them the best we can. Right here, right here. I don't know about it, but I'm intrigued. Everyone intrigued about ball busting or giantess or both. You get your balls busted by a giantess. Ooh, that's oh my. Do you think we could do that as a cross? That's more of a balls once. Thing. You could do it once. <laughs> so, absolutely. If you have any questions for us, um, and you don't want to type it out now, you can always hit us up on um, Twitter or you know on our Twitch. I will respond later to all questions. Content. Three and one. I, I'll even crushed ball busted. <laughs> I'm going to have a fun week because I Google videos um, and Google content. And as much as I enjoyed researching giantess, looking through all Miss case, um, you have wonderful content on your page. I'm going to tell you right now, your Twitter is just, it is beautiful and love the content on there. I don't think I'm going to enjoy the content that I'm going to be searching next week. So but, You're going to a different world, friend. I'm going to a different world, but we're still going to do it, and we're still going to be very supportive because this is, in fact, a fetish that I'm sure somebody is very into and probably feels very embarrassed about being into it, and they shouldn't. I got to be honest. I would I would try it out from my side, you know. Um, you come to me and you want to get kicked or stomped? Hey, I'm your girl. I don't know if I could participate on the opposite side. Yeah, it's it's a little bit more of an investment, I gotta say. I've been nailed there once. It does nothing for me, but I'm very excited to try it. Um, I probably can... I can probably Google some YouTube videos in the past where I have clips of me getting hit there. So Even see... America's Funniest Home Videos clip just floating around. That's... I wonder... That's my number one question. I wonder if people watch that video. <gasps> and just like Saturday night, Saturday morning cartoons started so many fetishes. Oh Did America's Funniest Home Videos start anybody on this path of fetish? God damn you, Bob Saget. Right? Bob Saget, the leader of kink. Well, no. Um, I mean, how many times on like the Bugs Bunny cartoons have you seen somebody get kicked in the crotch and then just start flying off? Absolutely. Way so. before Bob. I still blame him. Yeah, but Bob Saget is the king of all kink. He's a dirty also going to be a shirt. It's just going to say Bob Saget, king of kink. Uh, maybe we can get him on the episode. Anyway, that I think I think that's it for us tonight. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, follow us every Saturday night at 9 p.m. Uh, check out Miss K on her Patreon, Twitter, her Gumroad. I'm telling you what, even if Giantess is not your thing, she has some kick-ass content on her Twitter. And it is it is just a fun look through. I am John Dondero, as always. Joining me is Mr. Shep. Hello, hello. Until next time. And Ms. K, thank you so much for coming out and being awesome with us. Hey, it was my pleasure. Thank you so much. And I, I hope I'll get to see you again. Absolutely. Good night, everybody. Thank you all so much. Good night. All right. We're clear.